Chapter 1. The Day God Died I was playing football when my mother died. She was in an intensive care unit at Guy's, the same London hospital in which all of her children, except me, had been born. Kicking a ball around with my friends, I was as oblivious of her as she was of me. At some point, a doctor would have pulled a plug or pushed a button and declared my mother's life to be finished. At that moment, I would have been filled with life, in the way that only a 13-year-old running around a football pitch can be. My mother, mum, amma, had been in hospital for months, in and out of a coma at least a couple of times. She'd been pregnant with my youngest brother at an age when, given her medical history, she really shouldn't have been. It probably came as no surprise to the doctors that the pregnancy led to medical complications, the nature of which I never understood beyond the fact that it had something to do with her heart not working properly. When she fell into a coma, my brother was prematurely removed from her womb. It doesn't seem correct to say that he was born when it was so obvious that he was not ready to be separated from his mother. He was so tiny that my father could hold him in the palm of his hand. At least, he could have held him if my brother wasn't wired up to a bunch of machines and perforated with countless plastic tubes. My mother suffered from all sorts of medical problems, but it was mental illness that landed her in hospital on what seemed to be a regular basis when we were growing up. My father and the other Bangladeshi adults around us openly described my mother as fagol, which means crazy. Some even said she was possessed. So we children thought of our mum as loony, when in fact she was very, very ill. It was only as an adult that I learned she had suffered from bipolar disorder, or, as it used to be known, manic depression. But putting a name to something that caused her so much suffering has not made it easier to accept what a tortured existence she must have had. The periods when she was depressed don't particularly stand out in my memory, except for a vague recollection of incomprehension as to why my mother was so sad. But the trauma of her psychotic episodes is still fresh in my mind, including one incident in which she dangled my newly-born brother over the balcony of our flat. When a psychotic episode took hold of her, her behaviour would become increasingly erratic, she would become sexually disinhibited and eventually so violent that she would need to be locked up. She once managed to kick down a hospital door and run all the way home, barefoot, in the middle of the night. I imagine that hospital security has improved since then. You can imagine how terrifying it was for us to see our mother in this state. But by far the worst thing about it was that she seemed to completely forget who we were. She didn't recognise the people who loved her most in the world, those whose happiness depended so very much on her. She died before I was mature enough to take an interest in her as a person. I envy all those who get to know their mums and dads as people in their own right. What a privilege, joy.